In today's episode, I will explain to you some terminology and specifically I will focus on Microsoft 365. You're listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfon, bringing you proven practical tips every week on how to correctly set up and adapt to SharePoint and Microsoft 365. If you have questions, Greg has the answers. And now, here's your host, Greg Zelfon. Hello again, this is Greg from SharePoint Maven and welcome to episode 166 of the SharePoint Maven podcast. So most of uh, the episodes uh, on my uh, uh, podcast are obviously devoted to SharePoint and um, you know maybe some other applications, but uh, one thing that I want uh, to describe to you today is explain um, another piece of terminology and that is Microsoft 365. So I want to explain to you kind of a bit of history behind this and what this um, you know, term really means. So uh, in order for me to explain Microsoft 365, we actually have to go back to uh, the end of 1990s and early 2000s. And it kind of all started with Outlook and SharePoint. So uh, we did have Outlook, uh, obviously, if I'm not mistaken, since the end of 1990s, right, essentially, uh, this was the primary tool used by organizations uh, for uh, emailing, right, for email. And then we, of course, had SharePoint uh, since 2001. All right. And uh, we had all those two applications. So, you know, organizations use SharePoint for uh, kind of uh, uh, collaboration and document management and email. Outlook was used for uh, email. And both of those applications uh, resided, uh, you know, typically on company servers, right? So let's say an organization wanted to utilize SharePoint uh, or Outlook for that matter, uh, they had to, you know, purchase the hardware and the servers and install everything uh, on their on-premises. Uh, and then uh, those tools would be available uh, within the organization. And uh, what happened back in 2011 uh, was this. Microsoft did this. They said, you know what? Um, we have all these great tools, um, like obviously SharePoint and Outlook, and we have uh, Microsoft Office, you know, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, etc." Let's take all these tools together, bundle them up, and let's call this thing Office 365. So Office 365 um, is essentially uh, a suite of products, SharePoint and Outlook and many other applications included. Uh, that was not the only thing that happened back in 2011, all right? Uh, another big thing that happened was the transition of all these applications to the cloud. So what that meant was that, um, again, like I already mentioned, if you, you know, like 20 years ago, if you were an organization, you wanted to use SharePoint, you had to purchase the hardware and hire an army of IT people and, you know, have those, you know, IT people install the application uh, on premises. And essentially only after that, uh, it could be utilized by business users. In 2011, that changed. 
All right, essentially all those tools became available in the cloud. And what that meant was that essentially, you know, Microsoft followed uh, the model that other, uh, you know, competitors already followed at that point, like Google Apps, right? I mean, uh, if you want to use Google Apps, you know, like Gmail and, you know, Google Drive and all this uh, other applications, you really don't need to download anything, right? There is nothing for you to install. Uh, it's all web-based. So that's essentially what Microsoft did with Office 365. Office 365 uh, essentially became a, a cloud uh, application uh, that uh, would unite uh, and combine all this um, uh, other wonderful applications like SharePoint and uh, Outlook and uh, you know Office. So um, no longer uh, you know organizations had to install anything or purchase hardware. Essentially, Office 365 uh, became available on a subscription model, right? So depending on the licenses, you know the type of license uh, that you pay for, and depending on the number of users, you just pay, you know, an X amount of money for each and every user, and uh, that user would get access to all the kind of applications in the cloud. If they wanted to send an email, they can just, you know, access everything through um, a web interface. If they wanted to use SharePoint, again, it's all web-based. And um, of course, depending on the license that you get, you get a different mix of all those uh, applications. So um, SharePoint was still kind of your collaboration, you know, slash internet solution, right? Uh, but now it became a, a kind of a small piece of a puzzle within Office 365. Now, um, I did, you know, mention already that uh, in 2011, we had Office 365. What happened um, just some time ago, really, um, just I think a year or so ago, uh, uh, you know, Microsoft did a bit of rebranding. So they changed Office 365 to Microsoft 365. Pretty much it's the same thing. So if you Google maybe some old articles and uh, you find the reference to Office 365, it's exactly the same thing as Microsoft 365. Again, once again, they just rebranded. So just to summarize, I mean, Microsoft 365 is essentially a suite of products that includes you know, SharePoint and Outlook. And uh, obviously over the years, um, uh, you know, just, just recently, relatively recently, we got a complete set of brand new applications that we now have that we didn't have back in 2011, right? We now have Microsoft Teams, of course. We now have Planner, uh, you know, Project for the Web. I mean, many other, um, you know, Power Automate, Power Apps, all these different applications that are part of Microsoft 365. And of course, there are different plans that exist, different licensing models, all right? Um, you don't really have to, maybe you don't need to ha uh, have a need to purchase, you know, uh, all of the applications, right? You can uh, just go for bare minimum, I guess. Um, uh, and you do have different licensing, you know, models that depend on the size of your business, that depend on the, you know, how you plan to use Microsoft 365. So. Um, you uh, you might get you know cheaper licenses. You have more expensive licenses that you know obviously include um, many other advanced capabilities. For example, uh, Microsoft Purview, right? The Security and Compliance you know center. Uh, if you worry about retention and records management, well, guess what? Um, you you can also have it available, uh, but once again, you have to go for a much um, you know more expensive uh, license uh, for Microsoft 365. 
So that's all I really wanted to mention in this episode. I just wanted to clear up, hopefully, a confusion because um, sometimes I, uh, uh, you know, I, I see on social media and sometimes my clients call this uh, SharePoint 365 and it's obviously getting, you know, confused and people confuse uh, SharePoint versus Microsoft 365. So hopefully this uh, explains uh, uh, the difference and uh, settles, uh, uh, resolves that particular confusion. Uh, so that's all I wanted to mention in this episode. Uh, and uh, once again, I hope to see you on my blog, SharePointMaven.com, as well as uh, um, YouTube channel. But for now, thank you very much and uh, talk to you next week. Goodbye. You've been listening to the SharePoint Maven podcast with Greg Zelfond. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to the Apple Podcast app, leave a review, and don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.